and we've seen all the mistakes so we can help steer you away from those you know we always tell people we want to help you get to that on the stay on the right path and avoid the dangers the obstacles the gaps along the way to get you to your ideal lifestyle and legacy It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Welcome into the Money Night Podcast. I'm Ben George. He is Wade Chessman, certified financial planner and certified kingdom advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Wade, good to talk to you again. How's everything? Things are going well, Ben. Just uh, things are starting to open up a little bit more here in the Dallas area, restaurants, restaurants. It's actually kind of nice because you go out to eat and it's not too crowded. (laughs) Yeah, that is kind of nice. How are your clients feeling about everything? Are they starting to get back more active and and out in the community a little bit more? Are they still kind of reserved? It's a mixed bag. You know, I respect both sides of it. I mean, there's still a lot of unknowns out there, a lot of of folks that are are concerned. So definitely a mixed bag. We're seeing cases go up here in Dallas. So I think it pays to be prudent. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I was just thinking too. What about your uh, What about your kids? What are the What's the plans for the fall in terms of college? Is everything still on schedule? What is that looking like? Yeah, I think everything still seems on schedule, uh, but there's I, there's a lot of uh, I think modifications that'll have to be made. I think with class sizes they're talking about, and mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. It certainly won't be your typical college experience that maybe you and I had, right? Well, or your parents just drop you off <laughs> in the summer and yeah. you don't know anyone, including your roommate, and you're just like, bye. Yeah, good that's, luck. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, I hope they, hopefully they get the, uh, the on-campus in-person experience. Uh, hopefully that's Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm hoping for, but I know they're doing the best they can. Yeah, still a lot to happen over the next uh, month or so before school starts, so we'll keep an eye on that. But today we want to talk about investing like a genius, because Wade, yeah, you are a genius, right? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you can relate. Yeah. Um, we want to talk about you know the, the tendencies that geniuses have and, and maybe how you can incorporate some of that into your investing strategy, your financial planning. And, you know, take steps in a positive direction. That's the goal. So we'll do that today. And, and before we get started, let me point you to Wade's website. Anything we talk about today, plus all of our past episodes are online at chessmanwealth.com. But you can also take a risk tolerance quiz. Uh, you can set up a time to, to meet with Wade. There's a lot of different resources right there on the website. So I encourage you to check it out uh, after this podcast is over. So let's jump into it. We're going to look at uh, three of the common characteristics of highly intelligent people like yourself, Wade, and how we can apply these to our financial lives. So the first thing, you know, geniuses are known for being highly adaptable. How does that uh, print that characteristic apply to financial planning in your financial life? Well, things change, right? You know, we've just seen we've going through some major changes that we just alluded to a little earlier ago about everything that's going on with this virus. And so you have to be willing to adapt to different situations Uh, with financial planning. Maybe you lose a job. Maybe you have a significant downturn in the market. Whatever that may be, you have to be willing to take that in stride and be able to make changes possibly to your situation so that you can have a high probability of success. So in other words, you you can't necessarily, the things that work to get you to where you are may not be the things that will work to get you to the next phase. So you have to be able to be adaptable. You, know, you have to have a adaptability quotient. Uh, Ron Carson from the Carson Group 
cause you know one of the things he looks for in people is a high aq adaptability quotient so the ability to adapt to be able to move around to be able to move with situations as they change now with that said there i think there's tried and true planning processes tried and true strategies that have worked well over time so you want to be adaptable but you also don't want to necessarily be swayed into like the hot next thing that's going to supposedly fix all your problems so adaptable doesn't necessarily mean you can just be moved along like with the wind it just means you're willing to adapt to situations as they come along and that's the great thing about financial planning because Every time someone comes in for a progress monitoring meeting as part of our Smart Choices Wealth Management solution, we're going to look at their financial plan and we're going to we're going to look and see okay, all these things that have happened, what do we need to do to adapt if anything in your plan? What changes do we need to make if any? And move along and the people that are highly intelligent like you and me Ben, we're willing to make those changes. So, that's what I mean by adaptable. Yeah, it's a quality that I want to be able to have. It's a quality that we look for in other people. It's a good quality to have when it comes to your financial planning and investing for sure. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified uh, reactive versus adaptable. As you mentioned, like just getting caught up in the new movement or a trend or whatever, being just reacting to what's happening is not the same as adapting and, and adjusting your plan. So that's a good point, clearing that up. The next one is, uh, you know, the, some of the smartest folks are able to admit when they don't know something. Right. Or if they're not right. familiar with the concept, they're not afraid to say, look, I don't know. Can you help explain that a little bit further? I want to learn more about this. In fact, get this. This one study talked to students who had just finished the LSAT. They asked them how they thought they did. Students in the bottom 25 percent overestimated how well they had done by more than 50 percent. Wow. While those students that were in the top 25 percent, they slightly underestimated how well they had done. So the worst performers overestimated their abilities while the best performers did the opposite. Uh, kind of fits into that idea. So describe maybe a time that you've seen people think they know a lot more about their finances or about an investment or whatever they have than they actually really did. Well, you see it a lot. You, just because someone's successful in one field or one area of their life doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be an expert in financial planning and all things related to that. Um, a lot of people could be, but uh, sometimes they neither have the time nor the affinity to become that. Also, the other thing that you get into is your own emotions. You know, when you're dealing with your own money, your own situation, you know, your own emotions can, can cloud your judgment. But, you know, I think lawyers are really good about this. If you go to a lawyer, say an employment lawyer, and you go to talk to them about estate planning, they're going to say, I, I don't do that. I mean, I am a lawyer. I went to law school, uh, but I don't do that. I'm not an expert in that. I'm going to send you over to someone who is. It's the same thing. I mean, back in the day, people used to be able to work on their own cars. Well, there are probably still people out there that can do that. But for the most part, we realize, hey, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to go to someone who's a professional that can work with me. And I'm going to, you know, we uh, Ronald Reagan had a saying, he's, he trusts people, but he verifies. So being a genius and coming to the point where you realize you don't know something and you want some help doesn't mean that you just – take all responsibility and you just pass it off and you wash your hands of it. It means you find a trusted partner that you can work with and be involved in the process and get to a point where you feel comfortable that they have your best interest at heart and then they're moving in the right direction for you. So definitely people that are smart, these geniuses, they realize they don't know it all. I mean, look, I like working out getting fit, but I realize I don't know it all. So I have mm -hmm. a trainer, right? A trainer named Dirk. 
And <laughs> you know, he knows a lot more about it. He studied it. He works with me, and he pushes me to do things that I might not have done on my own. So that's that's my example of how I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well, hello, Dirk, if you're listening. Uh, yeah, keep hey, him Dirk. Keep him in line. All right, the last quality of a genius that I want to bring up today is they're able to learn from the experience of others, kind of kind of along those same lines of just admitting what they don't know. They're also able to learn from the experience of others, and they don't have to experience things for themselves. They can listen. They, they observe the experience of others, and then they draw their own conclusions. There's a quote out there. I don't know actually who said it. Could have been uh, hundreds of people that have probably taken credit for this quote, but the quote is, smart people learn from their own mistakes, but geniuses learn from the mistakes of others. So how can people learn from the mistakes, uh, financial mistakes of others, Wade, without having to experience that pain for themselves? Right. And that's one of the benefits of working with uh, a financial advisor, a, a, a trusted wealth advisor, is that we've seen it all, we've seen the mistakes, and we can pass that wisdom along to you. So, you know, the mistake that people make of not understanding their tolerance for risk. You mentioned earlier on the website we have a risk questionnaire. So the mistake would be, maybe overestimating your tolerance for risk. And then when things get rough out there, you blow up your whole plan, you sell everything at the bottom, and you don't have a plan for getting back in. Well, you don't have to do that yourself. Look at other people that have done it and say, you know what, That's not. I'm not going to make that same mistake. I'm going to learn. I'm going to have a plan going into it. So when the tough times come, I won't be as likely to make that type of mistake. That's an example that I would see that I've seen is, you know, why do it yourself? Let someone else make make the mistake that you can just watch it. And we've seen all the mistakes, so we can help steer you away from those. You know, we always tell people we want to help you get to that on the stay on the right path and avoid the dangers, the obstacles, the gaps along the way to get you to your ideal lifestyle and legacy. And the way to do that is to avoid as many mistakes as possible. And we've seen them, so we'll help gear you away from those. And our, part of our process is to help you stay away from those mistakes. So that is, that's a good one. It's, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, and I've learned from them. Well, I want to pass along to my kids, hey, here's what I've done. I want to teach you that so you don't have to go through the same thing. Very good. Well, those are three qualities. I mean, there, there's a long list of uh, qualities geniuses have, but those are three that I think apply very well to financial planning. And, and maybe we can all uh, incorporate some of that into our lives and into some of our uh, finances as well to get a little bit better and improve our situation and take a step closer to the retirement goals and dreams that we have. But Right. And the good news is you don't have to be a genius to work with us. We'll, we'll be the genius for you. You can just pass along. We'll take care of you. All right. <laughs> it's just important who you who you surround yourself with, right? And that's always exactly. for that's everything in life. That's another genius trait. Yeah. Surround yourself by successful people and it'll only help you out as well. So a uh, good conversation on that. Wait, let's get to the mailbag. We got a couple of mailbag questions I want to get right. to. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. So first one, first one comes in today. And again, you can send any question in you have for Wade. Uh, we'll try to answer it here on the show. Do our best based on the information you provide us to give you some guidance, uh, at least give you some information there as well. Uh, we got a couple I want to get to. Again, chessmanwealth.com is the best place to contact us. Uh, the first one comes in from Marshall. He writes in, Wade, I have a variable annuity and I just found out that the fees are very high. I'd like to move the money somewhere else, but I'd have to pay a penalty to take it out. Is it worth the penalty to get away from the high fees? Well, it depends. Um, it could be, but you have to do the analysis. You have to look at, okay, what exactly are the fees? What are the surrender charges? What's the surrender charge schedule? 
Uh, is it a? It's usually a sliding scale. So maybe if you wait a couple months, it'll go down go down that much further. Well, I have seen qu- quite a few variable annuities that have very high expense ratios, and sometimes it makes sense. Um, sometimes it doesn't. So it, I, w- I say it really would depend, but it's not a blanket statement that it wouldn't be worth it. There have been cases where I've seen where it made sense to move the funds, pay the penalty into something that's more appropriate for the client situation. Okay, very good. And uh, thank you for that question, Marshall. Hopefully that helps, but you can always get more information from yeah, Wade and his team. Wrap that or talk with someone about that because I've seen that quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. Samantha's got a good question here, Wade. She writes, she says, uh, unless something goes horribly wrong, we should be leaving a significant amount of money to our kids. But I can't decide if we should tell them about our plans now or just let it be a surprise. I'm certain they have no idea what our net worth is like. We have a process here at Chessman Wealth. Uh, we call it Smart Generations. But I would say it depends on the kids. Not everybody can maybe handle it. Maybe that information would throw them off. But I would be more on the camp where it makes sense to communicate with your kids and your family as to what your objectives are, how things are laid out. You may not necessarily have to go into all the details, but I think you can really, by having an open and honest conversation about where the money is, who you're working with, your plans for the money, you can help get your kids on the same page. You can get them educated and you know perhaps they need some basic financial planning skills as well it may be a good opportunity to get them introduced to a firm like ours that gives them some guidance so that when the money does come someday maybe it comes sooner than they expect they're not caught off guard and they're they're able to make those smart choices about their money uh, sometimes when people get especially large sums of money all at once I think history would tell us that a lot of times those folks don't always handle it well. So I'm on the camp of it makes sense to have a meeting and talk about it and just get everybody on the same page. And we have a process for that here. But I, that's what I would recommend. Now, not everybody can be like me and my dad, where we love talking about it. And and every time we get on the phone, we're talking about it. I'm not saying that, but I don't think it's necessarily a great idea just to blindside folks and not mm-hmm. have, have no idea what's going on. So that would be my answer is I think it's good to have more communication than just to leave everybody in the dark. And what do you call that process again that you, your team has? I call it the Smart Generations Smart Generations. Program. It's really where we get together and talk with your the next generation, answer their questions, just make sure everybody's on the same page. Very cool. So We Samantha, can do a whole podcast on it at some point. Yeah, we probably could for sure, and we'll put that on the list uh, to do. Do you have that conversation with your kids, Wade, very much? Well, my kids are a little bit young. Yeah. You know, they're in their 18 and 21. Right. So, no, I haven't really. It's. I think where we really see this more is when you have, you know, adult um, children and older parents, a little bit older re- parents and the retirees. But you know what? Honestly, it wouldn't be a bad idea now that my kids are over 18 is to tell them a little bit more about what might happen if something happened to both of us. It would be, that, the, statistically, that would be very low at this point. But still, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, it's never too early for for that kind of thing, I'm sure, for, for just about anybody. So I appreciate that question, Samantha. Very uh, yeah, very good, good question. One. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking the same thing or, or wondering the same thing. So reach out to, to Wade. 
this team at Chessman Well Strategies, you know, even if you're not in that Dallas area, he helps people across the country. So, uh, especially in this age of virtual conversations and virtual meetings, it's as easy as, as it's ever been to, to be in touch yeah, with somebody. Sure. So, ChessmanWealth.com is the website, the phone number as well, 214-572-2120. Well, Way we might not be geniuses, but I feel a little bit smarter after this episode. So I appreciate the insight. <laughs> Me too. Me too. We'll, uh, we'll chat again soon. Uh, but before we do, make sure you hit subscribe to the podcast wherever it is you listen. And the next one, which we'll have in a couple weeks, will be uh, downloaded right to your device. So we'll look forward to talking to you then, Wade. Thanks. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Carson Partners, a division of CWM LLC, is a nationwide partnership of advisors. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.